Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Why Your Network Needs a Ranking System. Hey, I'm Donnie Bovine, the CEO and founder of Success Champion Networking and author of Fuck to Focus. This is Growth Mode, a podcast all about growing and scaling your business. Hanging out with me as always is Kevin Snow, the sales automation tactician and genius. And in this episode, we're going to talk about why you need to rank your network. In a world where all other podcasts sound like noise, we bring you Growth Mode. You guys, you guys, I thought I said I didn't want to do the stupid movie trailer crap. Holy shit, Kevin, if they heard the three times it took me to get through that goddamn intro, <laughs> Jesus Christ. When I first got into networking, I literally did not understand the idea of, I don't want to say respecting my network, but I, I just got excited about opening doors for everybody. And I literally would go through and try and just introduce any person to any person without any thought beyond, hey, you're two good people, go meet. And this cost me dearly in a couple of situations, but that I didn't understand it. One time I remember I introduced a financial advisor to a very well-known CEO in the area that I built the relationship with. And this financial advisor went in and did nothing but try and pitch the CEO. And the CEO actually threw him out of his office and had a security personnel remove him from his office and called me with the whole, what the fuck were you thinking? Yes. Yeah. And then another one I did is I had a four-star general that I was liaisoning with for an event we had coming up. And... I let somebody get close to that general because I didn't even think about um, 
protecting that general just from John Q. Public. And that dude stood there until I finally escorted them away from the conversation because they were sitting there just trying to fucking get the general to endorse their new product they had coming out, this magazine thing that they had invented. And I was like, God damn, dude. We're going to talk about really in this one why you need to rank your system, protect your network. And we're going to walk through kind of five tiers to help get you there. But for you, Kevin, how'd you, I'm really curious how you learned to protect your network. So first we need to talk about the fact that your command lets you be a liaison for a... Now, this was in the civilian world. I was a civilian okay. at this point. And I was doing it with the Cowtown Warriors Ball. So I was helping start up the Cowtown Warriors Ball. And I had All right. been introduced to General Pittman, who had a cool story back in 1972. And when we were up at the Fort Worth Club, a guy I knew asked to meet the general. And then I took him over to introduce him. And it just went fucking south quickly. <laughs> Uh, all right, that makes, makes more sense. It's like, fuck wow, no, dude. They're, they're not going to let fucking Lance Corporal, then I was a corporal for three months. They're not going to let Corporal Bovine fucking anywhere near a general. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I regained a little confidence in the Marine command structure now. So. <laughs> all right. Well, just so you know, we have no confidence in the Army construction oh, because like, you're a fucking officer. So I don't know how the hell that shit even happened. So, yeah, it's almost a major. That just shows to let anybody do it in the Army. But go ahead. All right, so what were we talking about today now? How did you learn to protect your network? <laughs> Before we get into just tormenting each other for an hour. So for me, I think I was the other way. I actually started out not just making random introductions. I was really hyper-focused on there had to be a specific business opportunity for them. So for me, it was learning about, all right, so how do I open up the opportunities more and how do I get less protective of everyone and try and really understanding, all right, so who are the people that I need to protect and who are the ones I can don't. I'm really fascinated by that. I wonder if that's an introvert extrovert thing. I'd be curious how many introverts went my way and literally was like, didn't get even think about it, open the door and how many more extroverts thought about it a lot more. That's a fascinating thing. So if you're listening to this and you're introvert or extrovert, I'd love to know yeah. how you started off. Oh, and so for me, I had to learn because I wanted to be the person because I was competitive. I wanted to be the person in my networking groups where I was passing a ton of referrals. So I got really good at figuring out the questions to ask and how to make sure those were really good quality referrals I was passing. So that I could say, I oh, I have three referrals this week. I have four referrals. And as opposed to thinking more, all right, so how do I expand it? And how do I get people introduced to people where they can have a really cool conversation? And I'm yeah. not sure what's going to come with it, but I think they need to talk. And having that type of referral or slash introduction going on. So, yeah, I started out the other way. It's like you had, there had to be a business reason for me to make those introductions. If people would ask me, hey, I see. So I'm like, yeah, I do. I love the introduction. Awesome. Why? And, it, <laughs> and I'd ask the questions. Because for me, I think part of it was I want to protect them and make sure they're getting good referrals from me so that they do the same for me and they're passing me good stuff as well. Yeah, that, that, that question, why? came very valuable and important as I learned to network. Holy <laughs> hell. So let's talk about the tiers and how you rank out your network, because I really think it's important 
I'm going to be honest, I put this ranking system together to help a lot of people wrap their head around that were more like me and just trying to connect the world without a lot of thought. So some of you who are like Kevin be like, duh, this shit's (laughs) fucking like, you should know this shit already. But tier one is the greaseball networker. And what I mean by that is they're the person that was like me when I first started out. No thought, no anything, wants to meet everybody, wants to introduce everybody to a obnoxious degree. And I didn't understand that I needed to protect my network, so I was just connecting anybody to everybody. And I think a lot of people, when they first get into networking, they get excited about the thought of opening doors for each other. But these people do have value because we all run into people when we network that are not really worth the oxygen they breathe. And having a collection of these tier one people who will meet with anybody are a great person to dump those people on. (laughs) I know it sounds shitty, (laughs) but it's a way to freaking get these people out of your orbit by introducing them. Like one time I had a realtor that was introduced to me. And all she wanted to do was pitch me her shit. And it was something that wasn't even real estate. And then I met another realtor, same thing. All she wanted to do was pitch me her shit, but I think it was an MLM. I didn't want to do anything with either of these ladies, but I thought they should meet. So I introduced the two of them knowing that they were going to go into the call and pitch each other. So that's kind of your tier one, right? Of people. How would you describe tier one Because you're a lot more respectful in this shit than I am. (laughs) So I actually look at it, the relationship, when I'm ranking my my referral partners and my network, I really look at kind of the relationship that I have with those people. My tier ones are my safe referrals. They are the people that I can refer someone to. And if that person is a jackass, uh, I'm still going to be loved. That person is still going to like me. Like my mom is relatively safe referral for a lot of people because she's going to call me back. Plus, they're going to give me really good feedback and tell me that the person was a jack wagon after they. So that's crazy. Mom for me is a tier five referral. You're not getting a mom. Yeah, and but and it's it looking at it from your list, and we'll keep going through Donnie's list. Yeah, my mom would be a tier five too for that reason. But when I look at the relationship, is hey, this person, I my my relationship's solid, you know. There, if they, if I refer them and it goes bad, they're going to be okay. But it also depends on what type of thing I'm referring them to. A financial planner to my mom a valid point. is you better be a badass financial planner and have a haul your ducks in a row before you get to my mom. Because if you screw up on my mom's finances and my dad's finances, I've just lost my inheritance. I'm like, it's, you know, <laughs> this is, so it, it really depends on what the referral is for me as well. So yeah. I've never really looked at it the way you're doing it. It's like how they want to meet. It's like, all right, so what is that? Wow. This I would look at it as what's the risk to me when I do the <laughs> referrals. Isn't that funny? So, so um, like my fives I, are the people are, and I think our fives are really the same. They're the, my best clients my my business partners, people that I need to protect and make sure that I am protecting their time and I'm protecting the, my our relationship before I let someone in. So someone has to usually have gone through a few steps of referrals and proven that, yeah, they're going to do a good job before they will get to my tier fives. 
Yeah, see, I'm going to look at that just a little bit different because we'll go through each tier, but a tier five for me, those are the untouchables. Like prime example is we had Mark Askowitz, the CEO of Captivate, come speak to our networking groups in our Thursday Becoming a Champions training. And he put on a hell of a freaking Q&A and talked a lot about podcasting and somebody who I would consider a maybe. Hey, Donnie Bobine here, CEO of Success Champions Networking. And I just want to jump in really quick and tell you about the network. Success Champion Networking isn't for the beginning networker. It's for the business people that understand that building a successful relationships is a two-way street requiring commitment from both parties involved. Stop wasting time networking with people that don't understand how to leverage their network to generate quality referrals for you. If you're ready to network with business people that are tired of doing all the heavy lifting and want to build real partnerships that generate high revenue referrals, visit one of our chapters today at successchampionnetworking.com and I look forward to seeing you there. You just over tier one and tier two fucking hit me up instantly and said, hey, I really want to meet Mark. And I'm like, why? Yep. Which, and, and as soon as you ask the why question or you have the why thought, you need to be in protection mode. And he's, I don't know. I think we'd have some great synergy. I'm like, yeah, that's no. not a good enough fucking reason to get to the CEO of Captivate. Yeah. Um, and, and Mark's I, a really good dude. And I completely agree. And the people that are getting to my tier fives, there is a specific reason there, and there's something that they have that 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 tier five person needs. And that I've already had a conversation with that person about. If someone's going to get to my tier five referrals, I've already got approval from that person to say, yeah, that you can give them my name. Yep. It's I'm those are not out of the blue. Hey, you need to talk to them. I might call them up and say, hey, I'm going to be sending someone to you. Here's why. Is that cool? And if they say no, then the referrals off. I say, yeah, totally. We've been looking for that. Yeah, I remember we talked about it. You know, then I'll make the introduction. But they've still sure. going to have to gone through a couple steps for me to know that they're not horrible at what they do and that they can actually deliver. Yeah. When it gets to my tier fives and people say they want to meet them, and I, even if I think I would be okay introducing them, they're not getting that introduction until I reach out to the tier five and go, hey, look. And so who does X, who's a good friend I'd vouch for, awesome, wants to have a sit down conversation with you. Are you up for that? And they can veto it. They say now. I don't want it. Cool. I'll go back and let them know because I'm going to protect that tier five yeah. because I need that relationship. I need that. And usually it's somebody that we've done something for each other over the years. And I want to make sure we always have that something to continue to do yep. and protect it all. Yeah. There you know, has to tier, be, for me, there has to be something that they're going to be able to help that tier five person with. Yeah. I, there needs to be some benefit for my tier five person having, Hey, I think we'd have a cool conversation is not a benefit for a tier five no. individual in any ranking structure. Yeah, for sure. And it's sad that we have to explain this to some people. There's just been an organization over the years that really taught, introduce anybody, to anybody. And I think that's what caused a lot of this. Your tier two though, is for me, it's your step above. These are the people that they're willing to meet with anybody you send their way. And I have a lot of cool tier twos that I respect the fuck out of. And so for me, this is where they first really get into my orbit. And we may have only met one time via Zoom. And oftentimes on my first Zoom conversation with people, I'm making introductions, right? I'm opening doors for people because they, you get a good ride or you get a good vibe from them. And these are my tier two connections. And I think a lot of networking falls into tier two because there's a lot of people that are just 
understand that meeting enough of the right people allows them to get where they want to go. So there's a lot of cool conversations, but there's not a lot of needed for extra additional education on why the two people should meet. There was a buddy, a Nate Payo for a while, man. And Nate would just send me a shit ton of people. And I'd meet with anybody I knew because I knew coming from, so I was a tier two for him. I knew anybody coming from Nate were worth having a conversation, even though if I didn't know what the hell the conversation was about. And that was fun. And when you get the right tier twos that send people your way, you can have a lot of very cool conversations. You're pro- you're a little bit more protected in that regard. You won't just send anybody to somebody's way just to meet. Yeah, there's usually some reason in my head that I'm putting them together. It's usually, I rarely do, hey, you two should just meet. It's, hey, you should talk because you know, there's something that's clicked in my head. That's all these two would actually be able to do some really cool stuff together. I'm the same. The difference being is you just tell them what that thing is. I could give a shit. They'll figure it out in their conversation. (laughs) Yeah. I will usually put out, hey, I'm introducing you because I think this. Yeah. I always Um, give that. I I like having that idea. And that's that's probably just, yeah, that's me. It's I like to know what I'm going into when I'm having this conversation out of nowhere. And my thought is get better at having that initial conversation and you'll figure it out quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Steve. T- <laughs> I'm Donnie, not rebut. Do- Donnie was the one who liked blind dates. I was yeah, the I one who didn't. Him. I was like, no, these <laughs> suck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind them at all. Tier three is your protected network. They'll meet with whoever you send their way, but that introduction better have a fucking purpose. And these are usually your second tier networkers. So these are people. That have been in the game for a little while, and so they understand about getting to the exact right people that can either open doors, maybe get them referrals and the like. So they've grown beyond traditional networking, and they'll get very specific. And this is a cool people to have, and this is where you start protecting your network. And this is why I tell a lot of people, this is a moment you need to have your trigger events or trigger words really dialed in so people know specifically who they should be introducing you to along the lines. I think these people are also probably a little <laughs> bit mature in their business yes, development. Yes, I'd agree with that. I think a lot of the people who are at that tier one and even into that tier two aren't as dialed in on who their ideal clients are and who they need to be meeting and where they need to be at to get access to those people. So for them, it's really about having the conversations. They, your tier one and tier twos need to be having as many conversations as possible so they can actually figure that stuff out. They want, they need to be in front of people and just going through the motions and and doing the reps. Your tier threes (laughs) are probably because they're a little, they have an understanding of, hey, I need to be in front of the right people now they've figured out who they don't need to talk to. Yeah, that's starting for me, starting to scooch into tier four. But I think tier three, they're just the ones that have done enough shitty conversations yep. that they 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 want to be meeting specific people. And then tier four is really, they. From the difference for me is they now have a very specific targeted list of exactly who they want to meet and they also have a very targeted key list of people they don't want to be introduced to. Yep. Like I got a phone call the other day or as a private message the other day from Eric Rogel. And I thought it was a cool thing and I need to put an article out on this. And he's like, man, I love how you tell people to get introduced and talk to people. He goes, but if I get introduced to one more fucking men's coach that brings a bunch of men's together, I'm going to lose my damn mind. <laughs> 
He's introduced me to another men's coach, does not bring me any value. We're both going after all the same target. He goes, this isn't a competition. I'd say, do I get it? I get it. But it's almost as important to know who you don't want to be introduced to as who you do want to be introduced to. And I think that's when you get to that tier four, you know exactly who they're trying to get to because they've laid it out very targeted detail yep. list. And you also know exactly who not to get them to. Yeah, I think that's that word is the key differentiator targeted. Your tier threes, they have this general idea of who their target clients and who their prospects should be and who they don't want to talk to. But they haven't gone that extra step and really have that really defined list. Yep. They don't understand, hey, here are the key positions that I talk to in these types of companies. And even your fours, your tier fours are going to have, hey, here are the top 10 people I want to be introduced. They're yeah, they, going, they have, they're they're going to have names. Together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your threes are ahead of everyone else because they've figured out the oh, crap. I can't be spending eight hours a day talking to people that aren't the right fit. So they've made that mind shift. But they haven't got to that next level where it's really a targeted list and it's nailed down of, hey, here's who our messaging is geared towards. Here's who we're talking to. Here's who we want to be introduced to. And it's all focused on that now, that persona. For sure. And then which leads us right into the tier five, which is your protected networking. For me, this is your influencers. This is your high powered CEOs. This is your high ranking officers in the military. These are the people that <coughs> people know when they walk in a room who the hell they actually are. And if you have a relationship with them, that's that relationship you've got to completely protect. And like Kevin and I said, it can even be our own moms, but depending on the situation and where we're in, Doing. Prime example of how a financial advisor can fuck it up. My uncle, when he passed away, left a huge trust to my parents and her brothers and sisters. And he said, you had to use this financial advisor. And the financial advisor burned through hundreds of thousands yep. of dollars and they all lost it all in a matter of a few moments. That's crazy. The guy just traded it all out in a way and couple hundred thousand dollars gone instantly. Yeah. Right? And on the on the opposite end of that spectrum is like a flower shop. You can re refer a flower shop to your mom in a heartbeat. Yes. And, and if yes. the flowers die. Fuck are you going with this? But yeah, you can refer them to your mom right away. And if the flowers die too soon, your mom's going to call you and say that flower sucks. The flowers all died right. already. But or like a restaurant, something you can say, hey, hey, go get this caterer yeah. or whatever. If it sucked one time. Yeah. In and out. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it has that element of risk to the relationship, but also then risk to that person you're introducing them to as well. And as you get higher up that tier, that time piece becomes a bigger risk. Because yeah, for sure. As, as they get more busy, their businesses grow, they're managing multiple businesses. They don't have time for just BS conversations anymore. So that time is a really a key thing for making sure that you're using it wisely and that you're letting the right people in. Yeah. And as you go up the ranks, as you go up the tier, it's really about protecting your personal brand as much as you're protecting the, the network. Because if you get labeled out there that you've done a lot of shitty introductions and referrals and the likes, that shit gets known pretty quick wherever you're hanging out there. I don't want you to slow down on the introduction and referrals, but I would like you to think a little bit more about who you're introducing people to. And look, Kevin and I have said it a fucking bajillion times. If you get a shitty introduction referral, it's your job to go back to the person that gave it to you and let them yep. fucking know. Don't let that shit fester. 
because it's how a lot of people learn. And depending on where they are in their networking journey, they may not fucking know any better. Fucking, and, you know. and just because you're a tier five for one person doesn't mean you're not a tier one for someone else. For sure. I guarantee that I'm a tier five for some people, but I guarantee you some of the conversations I have come up, I'm probably a tier two, three at best for that group. Yep. That's a valid fucking point. Oh. But I think, and you guys, you don't have to use our ranking system. This is just something, and you can see Kevin's and I are really close in how we do things, but it's a little bit modified for each one of us. But this is just really about thinking specifically about your network and how you can protect it, how you should introduce it. And I think how you introduce and connect people also is how people think and connect you all from a lot of times. So if you want to put more like Kevin, a lot more thought into the introductions and everything, then people will put a lot more thought when when they introduce you, if you're a little bit more loose where I am, people will, they will still respect the position, but you're going to get a lot more, you know, what I think are just funny introductions where Kevin's going to write a short, but very detailed paragraph. I'm literally going to say, Kevin, go meet Bob, grab a fucking virtual coffee and have a great day and send him on their way. But at the end of the day, guys, with this is rank your network, protect your network, protect your personal brand and have a lot of damn fun doing it. And if you got any tips, tricks, any value out of this episode, please leave us a review, share this out with one person and send us messages and feedback on your takeaways and thoughts on these episodes. We love getting this stuff. As the show continues to grow, we just hit a top 75 or yeah, top 200 podcast in Australia. So thank you for those listening in Australia as we continue getting out there to keep collecting countries. It's fun. So as always, love you, mean it. See you, bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.